today. Um, We have a great show for you all. So we have two incredible guests joining us for some great interview and fun. Uh, We have Cody Eichert and Mex Hart. So I'm really excited. Stay tuned for the whole show. You will not want to miss a second. Please welcome to the Josie Show, my guest Mex Hart. Hi. Hi. Hello. Thank you so much for joining me. I feel so honored that you wanted to interview me. Oh, it's a pleasure. I've been looking forward to it. This is going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, before we really get started, dig deep, um, I have to offer you congratulations because you are nominated this year at the Josie Music Awards. Woo! Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited. We got the official nomination letter last night in the mail, actually. It's oh, fabulous. Oh, good. I'm glad you got that. You know, it, it was really cool because you were actually at the, you know, reading of the nominees this year um, at the coffee house. Yeah, so how did you feel when your name was called live <laughs> that you were nominated oh it's surreal um i would assume i would assume if by happen chance i won i would feel like <laughs> that sort of feeling but more intensely <laughs> definitely but it was like it was kind of just like a real sort of moment where it's like i put so much work and so much energy into you know my music and getting the recognition that it deserves is it feels rewarding. And, you know, that's where you are now. I would love to start, you know, kind of at the beginning, um, before, you know, before your, you know, this this great success has been going on with your music. So let's start at the beginning a bit. Can you tell us how making music all started for you? When did you realize that this was what you wanted to do? So music-wise, it was always something that was very interesting to me. I think that surrounding, like, media when I was very young in the mid-2000s, mm-hmm. There were, like, TV shows about, like, people having, you know, double lives as pop stars, and then, like, they would just go to school as a regular person, mm-hmm. or and that seemed to, like, be really popular when I was really young, and so I got really interested in music then, and then so my mom had signed me up for, like, vocal lessons, and I did theater when I was in middle school, and then I got to learn the technical side of it, which was also really fun, Yeah, and so I had... Well, I have a friend who lives in England, and he does all of his own, like, engineering and songwriting and all of that, and he would often let people watch him work, and he would live stream it on YouTube, and so when I was watching, yeah, so I was watching him, like, do digital mixing and recording and all of that, and he would answer questions, and it was honestly kind of a privilege to watch, because it's, like, the 
production of the song versus to when he would finally be like, okay, I'm going to put this song up and it'll be available soon. And we had really just, Mm -hmm. we had really just listened to it and watched the whole process from like start to finish. And that's when in my head, I think I was like, oh gosh, how old was I? I was 20. I was 20, 21 years old. Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking, I want to do that. So I started looking for ways to go back to school and go to audio engineering school And I found the Conservatory of Recording Arts and Sciences in Arizona. So I had to move to Arizona for a year. Yeah. But once I graduated from there, I moved back to my hometown in Memphis. And I did an internship at a recording studio. And then I was promoted to uh, assistant producer there. But I kind of stayed there for a year. I didn't really want to live in Memphis anymore. And I knew that, like, Nashville had endless opportunities for growth for me. So I started looking for places there. And now I'm here. That is fabulous. How cool is that? I love I love how your journey kind of <laughs> went, you know, and um, how you discovered your love. And, um, you know, not only that, I love that you, you know, took the steps to learn and uh, to grow, you know, to learn the craft a little bit better. I think that's amazing. You write as well as sing. How do you find your inspiration for your music? The inspiration for my music is honestly a lot of the times it's just pieces of my life story. Mm-hmm. And it can be multiple pieces in in one and I can actually give like a really really great example so my song my song London Mm -hmm. it's about it's about a relationship between two people who come from significantly different backgrounds so I was in a relationship for a long time and I was engaged to somebody for a short time he came from a very wealthy aristocratic family but I was this girl who came from Memphis. We didn't grow up in a very privileged uh, ideation of what a family would be. Um, but at the same, but at the same time, it's also about freedom and breaking away from toxic cycles and um, just getting away from it all. Gotcha. Oh, that's interesting. That's a very interesting concept. Your music is very unique. You know, there's not many songs out there that talk about these kind of things. I love that you, you know, you put it into your music in such a brilliant way. It sounds fabulous. And everyone needs to check out your music after the show. We'll let you know how you can. I have to ask, do you do you come from a musical family? Or are you the first one to be part of the entertainment business? Yes, I am. I am the first. Every wow. one of my siblings is way into something else. But I will tell you, they are very, very good at what they do. They have mm-hmm. all of their own passions. So I grew up with uh, six other siblings. Mm-hmm. And my my older sister, she currently lives in uh, Kansas City, Missouri, but she is a first responder and a medic, and she's working on her PhD. And when she was living with my family, she was the number one like first responder for for five years. Wow! And she was always she was receiving all kinds of awards for that. But she absolutely loves what she do what she does. And since she's clearly the best at it, that's why she moved to Missouri because they had an opening for her, and it was some some way to get. Her horizons covered, and then I have a younger sister who is now my piece of inspiration, honestly, who recently fought cancer and mm-hmm. overcame it, and then still graduated on time with two majors and a minor. Oh my goodness, that's amazing! Oh, I'm so glad that your sister's doing better. Oh yeah, what a blessing! It, from di- from diagnosis to surgery to recovery, it was like four months, and wow. it was so quick and it was 
scary for a, a short time, uh, but she overcame all of it, and all of her testing has come back clear, and she still walked at graduation. That's great. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. That's amazing. Well, you have such a wonderful family. <laughs> you really do. I love that. I love that. And the next thing I wanted to actually talk to you about, which I thought was really, really cool, you wrote a song for the end credits in the movie Deceptive Intentions. Can you tell us about that experience? How'd that come about? So um, when I was still living in Memphis, I was looking to expand my own horizons with music, and I was getting more, like, outside work from the from the studio. Yeah. And I, I came across um, just a listing for extra work for, for a low-budget film. Mm-hmm. And I got to know the director, and um, when the time was right, after I'd done a couple films for him, I let him know that, hey, I also produce music. So I wrote the song specifically for the movie, so it has the same name as the film. It's it's mm. not released like as a single. You can only hear it in the movie. Mm. Um, but it was once it was accepted, and I was told that my song was going to be published in a film. It was it was a very surreal moment for me, honestly. Yeah, that is so cool. And uh, I have an uncle who's uh, who's a producer here in Nashville, and he had to he had a lot to say about the fact that I'm a very very young woman who's a, a basically a composer in music from my background. Being able to get published in a film as a as a huge accomplishment, even if it was a low budget film. Yeah, that is a big accomplishment. I love that. Yeah, and recently they've uh, named and contracted me as their official music scorer for the film company. Oh, congratulations. Oh, that's fabulous. That's amazing. You're doing amazing things. You really are. That's why I wanted to bring that up because I just thought that was so cool and, you know, not something that a lot of people, you know, do. You know what I mean? That's not, you know, necessarily something that a lot of people have the opportunity to do. So I think that is very, very cool. I also want to talk about your album, which is out now, titled Paper Houses. Can you tell us what we might find on this album? So I wrote it as, like, the story of one of my past relationships, but there's intertwined stories in there mm-hmm. as well. It's all about, like, finding peace, um, comparing the relationship to, like, moving into a new house or, like, a dark, unforgiving winter. And mm-hmm. the songwriting is, like, a deep collection of, like, it's like my diary, honestly. One of my favorite produced uh, songs on that album has to be Debutante Balls. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Because it's such a simple composition, but it's my favorite form of songwriting that I that I did. Yes. Oh, it's so beautiful. Literally every every song I absolutely just adore. And I hope everyone after the show goes and finds the album. It's available everywhere now, right, that you can find music? It's available everywhere, and I just had CDs printed. And so once my website is up and running, we'll be selling CDs as well. Great. Perfect. Perfect. Um, so everyone, please make sure you go and check out Paper Houses, the album by Max Hart. Um, and that's Max with two X's, <laughs> M-E-X-X. Yep. Uh, yes, please do. I love that. Where did you Where did you come up with that with that name, Max? I like that. Max okay, Hart. so when I was uh, I was in community college for like mm-hmm. one year when I was nineteen, mm-hmm. and so I when I was introducing myself to a group of like mutual friends, I said, "Oh, my name is Megan." But my friends either call me Meg or Megs, and I think somebody misheard me, and I thought I said Meg. Oh, I'm like that's really cool. I just was I was super awkward when I was younger. <laughs> I just never corrected them, and so for an entire year, my name was Meg. 
and it just never went away. It's good. I love that. That's awesome. That's really cool how, you know, that came to be. And now you use it, and it works very well. Going back to this al- album, Paper Houses, how long would you say it took you from, like, start to finish to complete this album? Two years. Two years of love. <laughs> That's Two amazing. years. Uh, London was the first song that was written on the album, and then it there were multi, there were actually multiple songs written for the album, and those eight were just the ones that made the cut. Gotcha. Uh, but there was a lot uh, wow. of songs that were on there. Oh my goodness! How do you choose? How do you pick and choose what songs go on in the album? That's really difficult. <laughs> it was it was difficult because when I was writing, when I was picking things out to take to my producer. Mm-hmm. You know, she could have only done so much because she has, like, a multiple other clients and multiple other, jo- other jobs other than myself. So she could only see me, like, once a week. Right. So I'm trying to I'm trying to upload what I can, and then she's giving me feedback on what songs she thinks I should post. And then I'm sending things to, you know, my friends and my boyfriend and trying to get, like, feedback about, like, what do you think people would think if they heard this song or what do you think people would have heard think if they heard this song and then we're trying to rearrange it in a way so that it actually tells a consistent story from start to finish right right so it's there's there's a lot you know a lot of people don't know this but there's a lot of thinking when it comes to you know order on an album what songs put on an album it takes a lot of time to be able to do that because you want to put it you know, in an order where it actually is like a story. You know what I mean? That's what it's about. Yeah. It's telling a story, which yeah, is very, I mean, very cool. I would actually have to track this down, but there's definitely a group chat between me and my friends where I give them the titles, and mm-hmm. I gave them everything in a Google Drive, and I said, go over everything and tell me what order that you think it should be in. And then there was a live chat where we were just, like, rearranging things and trying to compromise <laughs> and being like, no, it should go here. No, it should go here. It should go here. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's fabulous. Well, you put it in the right order because it sounds amazing. <laughs> Y'all did great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Y'all did great. Um, and as you mentioned, your website is currently uh, under construction, but can you please give out your social networking sites and, and all of that so people can keep up with all your latest and greatest news? Yes. You can find – I am I have an artist page on Facebook called Next Heart, and, it, and uh, that's everything – Every article that's ever been written about me is usually posted there. Um, if you want to keep up with me and music announcements and show announcements, you can follow my Instagram at officialnextig. And if you don't want to know anything about my music and you just want to see me as a person, I'm also on TikTok, um, official next heart. Perfect. Go and check her out, everybody, on all the sites. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. it, it's very important. Definitely check and support Max Heart. You know, I wanted to talk also about this because I thought this was also a really cool story. Um, you have a very interesting story, which includes performing at Barry Manilow's Grammy after party. Tell us about that. Okay, so the, when I was brought over there, there was a very, very mixed sort of like conversation because the Grammys had been moved uh-huh. uh, due to like COVID fear or something. Gotcha. And so it was like end of January, and then it got pushed to like the end of April. And so then it was moved from L.A. to Vegas. Um, at that point, we were trying to ask around like, hey, is the official Grammy after party happening or what's going on? Because we were hearing like different stories from everybody. Right. right. Yes, it's happening. Yes, it's happening. No, it's happening. It's happening at this place. It's happening at this place. It's happening at this place. Oh, confusing. But we didn't know. So there was a there was a mutual friend that we had met that weekend, and he just texted everybody 
And he said, I'm having an after party at this tent house. And then when we were in the car, someone said, this is Barry Manilow's tent house. And I was like, okay. All righty then. Okay. Well, keep in mind, this is the first time of me, like, even going to the Grammys at all. Right, so right. So I'm, I'm honestly, like, I don't know what's happening, and I'm just following wherever someone's pulling my arm at this point. At that point, yeah. <laughs> For sure. So I'm just like, we're going this way. Okay. We're going this way. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. <laughs> Whatever you say. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then the, um, and some musicians showed up. Um, a lot of Grammy winners ended up showing up. And then a pianist showed up. And they said, hey, you can come to this guy, give him a song you want to sing, and, like, just perf- you can perform for everybody. Oh, wow. That's so cool. So I was thinking, I need to, I need to, if I'm going to sing, I need to sing something that everybody's going to know. So I chose Beatles. Oh, that's a good choice. Very good choice. Yeah. And Blackbird is such a good song. Yeah, for sure. So you did get the opportunity to sing that night, which is really cool. And you got to see Barry Manilow's Sunhouse. I mean, come on now. That's like a win-win in my book. <laughs> That's a huge win win considering it was yeah. owned by Elvis Presley before it was owned exactly. by Barry Manilow. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That like that's so historic. I mean that's just the coolest thing ever and, and the coolest story too. So that's why I needed you to say it. I needed you to talk about it. The last question I have for you before we run out of time, are you currently working on any new projects that you could share with us? Have you been doing any writing? What's been going on Hi. in that world? Mm-hmm. I do have a performance coming up in Brooklyn. It's going to be my first ever music festival that I'm performing for. I might have an announcement around there. I okay. don't want to give too many more details, yes, yes. but if you're going to expect music in the future, it's going to fall under the same guise of Paper House. And if you loved Paper House, you're going to love the next project. And it will definitely not be out in two years. It will be out sooner than that. Love it. I love the teasers. Get us on our Get us on our toes. Get us excited. I love that. Well, I cannot wait. And um, please let us know anytime you have any new music out or anything you'd like to promote. We'd love to have you back on the show, okay? You're always welcome. Thank you so much, Jenzy. Oh, anytime. Thank you so much for joining me. Next Heart, everybody. Thank you. Up next, Cody Eichard. Please welcome to the Josie Show, Cody Eichard and the Sidewinders. Hi, Cody. How are you? Hey, Josie. I'm doing well. How are you? Doing great. Doing wonderful. Welcome to the Josie Show. I've been looking forward to talking to you. Yeah, I've been looking forward to being on here. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. First off, I really want to start out with congratulating you on your Josie Music Awards nomination for this year. Are, were you excited when you first found out? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, I'm excited every year. I just I, it, it blows my mind every time we get nominated for things. So. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's like one of those uh, pinch me moments. One of those exciting nods. You know, it's great to be recognized, and you definitely deserve it, for sure. Yes, absolutely, and thank you for the nice words. I appreciate it. (laughs) Anytime, anytime. So I want to talk about your brand-new album titled Dreamers Like Me, which is released on all digital platforms for download and streaming, by the way. So everyone, guys, got to go and check it out. Uh, So first off, from start to finish, how long did this album take you to create? Uh, well, we started writing for it back in 2020. Um, of course, we all had a lot of time to start doing writing back then. Um, and we ended up recording the first single towards the end of 2021. Um, and it was Losing My Mind with, uh, I co-wrote that song with my buddy Forrest Turner. Um, and then we were, you know, writing and, you know, there were some songs that I thought were going to be on the album that I ended up writing songs that I liked better. So um, I think the extra time it took to figure out which songs are going to be on there was definitely worth it. 
Um, and then we ended up recording our last song actually just this past January. So it, it took from about the end of 2021 until uh, this year to finally get it all complete. Yes, it was a labor of love, as it should be. <laughs> I love yes, that. It it's is. Such a great... <laughs> if you don't yes. love it, it's definitely not worth the labor. The labor. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's wonderful, yes. It is, it's a wonderful album. It really is. We have it here um, at the show. And uh, it's such a good, it's such a great album. It really is. And so you said that you wrote, you know, all the songs, you know, with, with your partner there. And it's it's so great. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about Losing My Mind? Where did that song come from? Like, what, what was your inspiration behind that? Yeah, um, I just kind of, the whole the whole concept of the record, Dreamers Like Me, um, it kind of flows in from kind of like um, what I would consider the beginnings of my music career of, you know, kind of going hard and, doing a lot of, you know, just grinding out and sweating it out and going out to the bars and playing and, you know, kind of getting in the, the rut of going through guitars and whiskey and then kind of, you know, getting mm-hmm. to the part where you're losing my mind. And then, you know, the album kind of progresses into more of like uh, the calmer version of kind of where I'm at these days. Uh, that's kind of where the album yeah. lies as far as my life goes. It's really just a representation of the movement from, you know, back in the day of just running the bars and always playing and playing shows show after show after show and um and then kind of moving into where i'm at now which is kind of more of just you know smoothing things out and trying to figure out exactly where i want to go with this thing and as far as losing my mind goes it was just kind of more or less a puzzle piece in the whole grand scheme of things um forrest turner actually wrote that song he wrote uh, a couple of verses in the chorus and you know we were just over there uh, over at his house, just sitting out on the front porch and playing some acoustic guitars and singing and talking about music and stuff. And he showed me that song, and right off the bat, I was intrigued at the whole concept and, you know, what it meant and everything like that. And we sat down and kind of structured it out, figured out, you know, okay, how can we take this song from, you know, just a singer-songwriter sitting here, and how can we really amp it up a little bit, you know? So then I sat down and kind of organized the whole thing and arranged it and then wrote the uh, the bridge section to it. Uh, and I thought after that it was, you know, complete. So. Yes. Oh, I love that. I think everyone's really going to love this this album because, it's like you said, it is like a story. You know, from first song to the end, it really, you know, brings you through your whole your whole life, really. And um, you're very mm-hmm. open to it, which is amazing. And I hope everyone checks it out. And were you able to use your own band when you went into the studio to record? Yeah, and that's part of the reason why it took so long is because, um, you know, I didn't take the whole, you know, going down to Nashville and using studio musicians and stuff like that. I wanted to be able to take right. these songs and work them up with people and, you know, kind of put our own independent spin on things and our own Southern Indiana uh, roots to the whole album. So, yeah, we ended up recording the whole album with uh, Southern Indiana musicians and uh, a couple of musicians that lived around the Indianapolis area. And then we also recorded it at the Static Shack recording studio in Indianapolis. Fabulous. I love that. I love that. And, you know, now that the album is out, and are you considering any maybe music videos for any of the songs that you could tell us about yet? Is that something that might, you know, be in line for you? Because I love the music videos. Yes, I was actually <laughs> just uh, talking to um, the – one of my friends that, you know, shoots photos and, and does stuff for us uh, on the media aspect of things, uh, he goes by Stouty Creations online. Um, we were shooting some music video footage actually uh, at our concert at the Brown County Playhouse a couple weeks ago for our CD release show. So we're getting Ooh. together to try to figure out, um, you know, 
to get some B footage here and there and kind of make the whole thing complete into the, you know, something that represents the song well. And uh, we got some pretty cool ideas coming down the pipeline. So hopefully in the next couple of months, we'll be able to have a, a new music video along with these songs as well. And hopefully another yeah. music video after that. <laughs> yes, for sure. Stay tuned, everybody. Stay tuned. I love that. And, you know, like I said before, you've done a really great job with this album. What's been, like, the reaction from crowds as you play the songs out live at your shows? Has there, like, been a fan favorite or? Yeah. Um, so it really seems like since the album came out, um, that, that very first track, Moonshiner, on there has been a pretty pretty big hit. And people seem mm-hmm. to be gravitating towards the uh, the title track of the album, which is called Dreamers Like Me. Uh, kind of has this Texas feel with the fiddle in there and the steel guitar and everything, and probably one of the most uh, one of my favorite songs off of the album. Can, can you give us, you know, um, a next couple of shows that you have coming out that our listeners may be able to to catch? What shows do you have on the books as of right now? Yeah, so we've got a whole summer full of shows, and uh, we're going to try to market these as like our CD release summer. Of course, we'll be opening up for uh, Sarah Evans at the uh, Jackson County Watermelon Festival come August as well. So we've got a lot of cool shows coming up this summer. I can't wait to get out there. Yes, you do. That is awesome. I'm a huge fan of Sarah Evans, so that one is – that's awesome. <laughs> that's yeah, fabulous. Yeah, and we just actually took a trip down to North Carolina this past weekend and played at a – the NASCAR All-Star Race down in North Wilkesboro and uh-huh. made a stop in uh, Moorhead, Kentucky on that Friday night as well. So we were able to kind of do a little two-show run down south. So it was a good time. That's amazing. That is a good time. I love that. I love that. And for those who want to keep up with all of your adventures, do you share your website and also, you know, your most used social media sites? Yeah. Um, I, I mostly use Facebook and Instagram. You can find me on there at Cody Iker Music. Um, we also have a website at CodyIkerMusic.com. Uh, I am on Twitter every now and then, but uh, it's not one of my favorite platforms, so I'm not on there very often. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I love that. Perfect, perfect. Please make sure you go and follow Cody Iker. Check them all out. And the Sidewinders, um, can you give out a shout-out to your band? Who all is, is in your band and who? what like roles do they all play? I'd love to give them a shout-out here. Yeah, so uh, the, the past couple of years we've had a, a little bit of turnover here and there with the band members, but um, as of right now, um, the guy that's been with me for the longest now is my drummer, Willie Boris. <clears throat> um, we've got Tyler Earl on bass guitar, and we've got Tyler Wilson on uh, lead guitar, and um, one of my favorite band members when we can afford to have him is uh, Joe Alterio on pedal steel, and uh, we're going to be having him a lot this summer, so I really can't wait to have him on these shows to kind of bring that extra element to the show. Fabulous. Yes. Oh, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> I love yeah. that. I love that. That's going to be, you've got a lot of really fun shows coming up. I hope everyone goes and, you know, checks out, checks you guys out live um, because there's nothing better than a live show, <laughs> honestly. Mm-hmm. Oh, for uh, sure. So please, yes. Yes. So please make sure you do that. And I have some fun questions for you. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> All right, so when it comes to you with your band or, you know, anyone that you work with, um, who is, like, the biggest prankster? What's the best prank that you've experienced on yourself or that you've pulled on someone else? <laughs> Ooh, a prank. Interesting. Yeah. Um, is there a prankster well, I have had the back? I have had a band member <laughs> detune my D-string on my guitar during a show. So oh, I no. guess that's probably the best prank I can think of off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's that's a good one. <laughs> that's yep. a good one. <laughs> that's hilarious. 
Oh my gosh. It fit I love in the it. mode, love so it wasn't like it ruined the show or anything. But. Right, right, right. Yes, definitely, definitely. That's a good one, though. It really yeah. is. It really is. That, that fun question is: Have you ever had any embarrassing on-stage live moments that you can recall? Anything that just did not go as planned during a show? Yeah, I mean, we've had some moments on stage where we've like messed up our own songs and you know stuff like that, or I've messed yeah, up my yeah. own lyrics yeah. or hit a bad note or something like that. Um, luckily, knock on wood, I've never done anything like trip on the stage or, <laughs> or fall oh, or good. anything like yes. that, which is something that I have nightmares about. So, uh, uh, but yeah, but other than just really kind of messing up my own words and screwing up songs that I wrote myself is probably the most embarrassing thing. <laughs> All right. It happens, though. We're human. It happens. Yes, it does. You know, doing so many, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, doing so many songs, you know, in a set, whatever, I mean, it's it's bound to happen. I don't know how artists are able to, like, sing, like, you know, 20, 30 songs and, you know, remember every lyric. So let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, for impressive. sure. If you can nail every single word and every single line, then, you know, you're you're doing well that night. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. It's a gift. It's a gift. Uh, the next one question I have for you, uh, anywhere in the world, where would you love to perform? Is there, like, a dream venue or a dream location? Mm, I really like, uh, of course, Red Rocks. Uh, I think that's probably everybody's yeah. number one. Um, there's also mm-hmm. a venue, and I want to say it's in Tennessee, where it's actually inside of a cave, like underground, a cave. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, know if you've yeah, heard yeah. of that. The caverns or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Caverns, I think it's called be, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it is called the caverns or something like that, but that would be awesome. I've seen <laughs> photos of it online. A lot of my uh, artists that I follow have played there, and it, the pictures just yeah. turn out awesome every time. I'd love to go see a show down there as well. Oh, yes. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I hope you do. I hope you get to perform at Red Rocks and the Caverns. I think you yeah. do amazing. Well, of course, the rhymes, too. You can't forget about the rhymes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. You can't go wrong with the rhyming either. I hope so. Yeah. Fingers crossed for you. I think you would do very well. The, the track you're at now, I could see it happening. You know what I mean? So just keep up uh, the well, great thank work. thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, the next fun question that I have for you, um, which is probably a crazy one you've probably never had before, but it's all good. Um, so if you could be any animal in the wild, which animal do you think best personality-wise would suit you? What animal do you think you are? <laughs> hmm. Surprisingly enough, hmm. I've actually thought about this question before. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, good. Okay, see, I thought I was going to completely just make you sick, but no, you got this. All right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got a lot of weird friends. You know, we talk about a lot of weird things. Um, yeah, I, I would say if, if it was somewhere between, like, um, either a lion or some sort of yes. uh, eagle, you know, something like that. I, I always said, like, a cross between a bear and a lion would probably be the, the ultimate predator. <laughs> That's a good one, yes. Those are both great answers. Look at you. You had that. You were ready. You <laughs> You are ready for my silly question. <laughs> I yep, love that. Yep. A lot of nights spent around yeah. campfire to answer that one correctly. Listen, it prepares you for the craziest of interviews, so you know what? It works for you. It <laughs> definitely works for you. The next, the next question that I have for you, uh, is there a movie or a TV show that you love to binge watch? What's your binge watch show or your favorite movie? <laughs> um, well, I would say definitely my favorite movie Probably have to be something like uh, Pulp Fiction or Shawshank Redemption or something along that vein. Um, my favorite binge-worthy worthy shows are 
probably like The Office or It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Those are probably my two favorite ones. Yeah. Uh, if I were to add a third, I would say I've spent the most time watching Trailer Park Boys. So, yeah. yeah. Good answers, for sure. I love that. I love that. And I hope everyone does, after the show, goes and checks out your brand-new album, Dreamers Like Me. Um, it's so good. And it's available on all of the social networking sites, right? So people will be able to find it. <laughs> yes. Yes. It is available on Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music, all of the streaming platforms. Uh, if you can't find it there, just head on over to our Facebook or uh, our website at Cody Iker Music, and uh, you're bound to run into it there. There's also physical CDs out for this, too. Is there? I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yeah, we actually cool. ordered physical CDs that we're, uh, we're selling at our shows. Uh, we don't have nice. uh, shipping capabilities to send it to, you know, everybody throughout the country or anything like that. But if you're in the area and stop by and see us, we'll definitely have them for sale. Another reason to go to a show, y'all. Because <laughs> exactly. we love our physical CDs. <laughs> yes, exactly. So do it. you got to go to a show. Get yourself physical CD. So sign it, baby. <laughs> sign it. I'm like, you can sign it. Telling you what to do, sign it. Um, but yes, yeah. <laughs> go to the show. Go to the show. You will love it. And I want to thank you so so much for joining me. I really appreciate your time. <laughs> this was fun. Well, I, I want to thank you for having me on here. And this is the second time I've been on your show, and I think the fourth yes. year in a row we've been nominated. So I, I just wanted to take a second to, you know, thank you for all the all the work you do for independent musicians like myself, and all the exposure that you've given us over the years, and kind of helping us keep the dream alive and, you know, keep this thing moving. So I, I appreciate it, really do. Oh, anytime, anytime. And, and congratulations again with the Joseph Music Awards nomination. I hope to see you again this year. And um, you're an incredible you're an incredible artist. And so please let me know anytime you have any new music or anything that you want to share, uh, just let me know. I'd love to have you back on the show, all right? It'll be, it'll be a pleasure. For sure, yeah. And we're going to try to make yeah. it down this year, so hopefully it'll happen. <laughs> Yes, um, fingers my, crossed. Uh, my wife and I are so. expecting our second child in October, so we're going to play it by ear and wait Ooh. until it gets closer to time. So, Yes, yes, yeah, you can't say anything yet <laughs> because right. you never know. <laughs> that might be the day. I love that. Yeah, That's yeah, awesome. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you, thank you. You're very welcome. That's Congratulations. That's the, the last I... song on the album I actually wrote for my, my daughter before she was oh. born, so it's kind of my tribute to her. Oh, oh that's awesome. I love that. Welcome home. <laughs> yep. That's so cute. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. Oh, well, that's so cool. Congratulations. And fingers crossed, you know, you can come. If not, that's even better because then there's a baby. So it's all good. Win-win. Yeah. Win-win for you. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for joining me. And I, I hope to have you back on, okay? All right. Thank you very much, Josie. Have a good one. Thank you. too. You, too. Right. Bye-bye. Such great fun with both great guests, Mex Hart and Cody Iger. Please make sure you check out both of these incredible artists and check out all of their music on all of the wonderful platforms that you find music today. Go and check them out. Go see shows. Go and support these incredible independent artists. And I want to thank you all so much for tuning in to another Josie show, and we will see you all again next week. Bye-bye. The Josie Show is copyrighted property of the Josie Network of Brands. It may not be duplicated, altered, or edited, sold, or aired without written consent from the Josie Show owners. Any copyright infringement of the Josie Show will be subject to legal actions.